Hi, and welcome to Mugful Mimosas, the podcast where no one has time for proper stemware. So fill whatever cup is in your reach with your beverage of choice and get ready to spill the tea. Just don't spill your drink. Not in this economy. All right. So for our inaugural podcast, oh my gosh, I I just want to say I, I cannot believe that this is the first episode of this. Um, it has been a long time coming. I've been saying I've been I'm I, that I'm going to do this for a long time, uh, and here we are. I'm feeling very excited. I'm feeling very proud of myself. Um, yeah. So welcome. <laughs> and for this first inaugural episode, we're going to talk about self care. What? does it mean? How the hell do you incorporate it into your life when you don't even have time to take a pee break or get a sip of water and let alone self-care? How do you fit that into your schedule? So in today's episode, I'm going to share some ways that I incorporate self-care into my daily life. And maybe you can steal a thing or two and like make it helpful, make it work for you. Um, and also uh, like where this topic even came from as the, the first one that we talk about. All right, so let's just jump on in. Before we jump into the meat of the topic here, I should probably tell you basic information about me, right? Like my name, who I am, and like why you're here and why you should keep coming back, right? Right, okay. So my name is Liz and I'm a content creator and a consultant. Uh, I live in Brooklyn, New York City. Uh, and I'm a funny empath who gives great advice and honestly, even better hugs if you know me in person. Um, and I have a lot of stuff to say. And I was just like, you know what? Like, I, I want to say it. I want to, I want to talk about it. You know, most of my people in my life that I, you know, share my thoughts and brain with, uh, enjoy those thoughts that come from my brain. So I was like, you know what? why don't I share those thoughts from my brain more widely? So that's who I am. Uh, and that's why you should keep coming back here is because I'm a, like I said, funny empath, gives great advice. And uh, you like to laugh, I hope. I mean, I'm, I hope that's why you're here. Uh, and that's uh, enough about me for right now. But why did we get to this topic, self-care? How did we get here? Uh, so we got here because it was a question uh on a panel on a podcast panel that i was actually on recently so uh there is a dope human that i know uh whose name is renata has a podcast called reimagine with renata and she invited me and a couple of other folks that i know and one beautiful woman that i don't know but she was so amazing uh and we talked a lot about uh women and our village of support and who's in your village of support and and all of that and and one of the things one of the questions that she asked was self-care like what's your self-care routine and one of the other ladies the, the only lady that i didn't know uh stacy she was a nurse uh you know amazing beautiful it was her birthday she had just turned 47 she had you know two teenagers and a younger child and she was a a, a cath nurse and you know if you know anything about me, that's very near and dear to my heart because not only is my mother a nurse, but she like requires a cath nurse. She has a pacemaker. Um, and she just said like, Stacy, sorry to get back to the topic. Stacy said, you know, like 
I just don't know, like self-care. Like, I don't know them. Like, I don't know how to fit that into my routine. Like, how do I do that? What do I do? And I was just like, oh my God, I have so many answers to this question. Pick me, pick me. Not to be a pick me girl, right? But, um, you know, I just started thinking about it. I was just like, self-care, like, it is true. Most people think self-care is a manicure, a pedicure, getting your hair done, getting your lashes done. But that's exactly what we talked about at the podcast. You know, it's not, those things are not that. Those things are maintenance. Like getting my eyebrows done. I get my eyebrows done every two weeks. That's not a vanity thing for me. That is maintenance. I will look like a giraffe if I don't like do my eyebrows, you know, like there are some things that are maintenance for me, like getting my, my, you know, legs waxed. Right. Or like, you know, just hair removal in general. Like right now I look like I could be from the Sasquatch family, you know? So I, that's not a, I, can I pop out to a beach like this? Yeah. Do I want to? No, I don't want to feel the breeze running through the, the hair on my legs. It's very gross. And I, I know that feeling like, from experience. So trust me, it's gross. Anyway, to get back to the topic, there are things that some people might consider self-care that are actually just like maintenance of you, of yourself, of your body. And one of the very easy, easy, easy ways when someone's like, how do I incorporate self-care into my life? One of the very easy ways that you can do it, that I started to do it, is positive self-talk, right? So you, the gist here is that you manifest what you say. And this, I am someone who curses a lot. I, I say a lot of like dirty words, foul language. And, um, you know, that includes being very blunt, very crass. And I sometimes have you know, word bomb, diary of the mouth. And, you know, you could just say things without thinking, very flippant. And I I am, I am, was that way, uh, where, you know, I would mess something up. Oh my God, you're such an asshole. Oh man. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry I did that. I, I'm such a dick. And, you know, I would say these things about myself. I'm an asshole. I'm a bitch. I'm a dick. I'm a this. I'm a that. And I realized that I was making all of those things come true. I was being an asshole. I was being a dick. I I I was being a bitch uh, because I was saying that. I was manifesting it. I was naming to the world that that's what it was and that's how I was presenting it. Um, and so, you know, this all came about, uh, from, uh, a session with my therapist, which we'll talk about in a second. Hello, segue. Um, but you know, she pointed out to me, you know, oh, maybe you weren't a dick, you know, or, 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 or a bitch or an asshole. Maybe you just had different information at the time or, you know, you felt differently or moved differently or thought differently. Um, all of those things can be true without you 
proclaiming yourself to be an asshole, proclaiming yourself to be a dick, a bitch. Man, there are so many bad words in this episode. Oh boy. Uh, so all of that to say is I made it a point to stop speaking negatively about myself. And I noticed that I started, I started changing. I didn't, you know, I, I, I would actively and out loud call myself out and anyone around me and pivot them or myself or the conversation and, and in the moment required them or myself to, to say something positive or not even positive, something neutral in order to just move forward. So, you know, I wasn't being a jerk at the time, you know, I had the wrong information that caused me to make this other decision. Had I had the right information at the time, I would have never done that. And I would have never come off like a X, Y, Z. But once I started making those shifts, you know, and calling myself out on, on, on those things and like actively changing that behavior. And also bonus tip, telling other people in my life that this is something that I was trying to change so that they can help me call it out too. Um, I started to notice a change. I just started to notice a change in how I thought. And, you know, like I, I, you know, still plan for, for things to go wrong, but when, when things don't go wrong, it's not the end of the world. It's not, Oh my God, I'm such an idiot. Like, how could I not have seen that? It's turns into, you know, how could I not have seen, how, how could I have seen that? Instead of how could I not have seen that is how could I even have imagined that that thing would have happened? Um, and so really like flipping the narrative about how you speak about yourself, um, really had a positive impact, you know, and one of the, one of the things that, and again, we're coming back to the segue cause we're about to jump into it. Uh, my amazing, beautiful, wonderful gem of a human on earth therapist. Uh, one of her famous quotes, uh, to me is you don't should on yourself. So whenever you should, whenever you say something should, this should, you're imposing expectations, <clears throat> be it your own expectations, someone else's expectations onto something, onto the thing. And then you're trying to live up to that. And so like, you don't have to do that. Like if you don't live up to it and then what? So what, you know, you pivot, you figure it out and things change and you change <clears throat> and you move. Um, and so that was one of the first things that I feel like you can incorporate <clears throat> as uh, as self-care that's free and easy to do, costs no money, takes two seconds, is positive self-talk. If you hear yourself say something negative about yourself, change it. Change it. Say something different. Say something neutral. You don't have to say something positive. You can just state a fact. Um, <clears throat> so that was thing one. And thing one ties in very, very nicely, uh, put a, a bow on the box, uh, to thing two, which is therapy. Folks, therapy. I need it. You need it. The dog needs it. We all need it. And it's essential, really, to... to regulating ourselves as humans. Um, 
I, I decided, uh, with my therapist, again, an angel named angel. And if we're generally speaking, angels are not always angels, right? When you meet them, like some, most of the angels, most of the angels I know are like, eh, you know, but this angel, true angel sent from heaven above, literally Keisha Cole sent from heaven. Uh, she has revolutionized my life. She has changed my life. She's really allowed me to, and if she were hearing this right now, she would say, I didn't allow you to do anything. You did all the work yourself. But her sparring with my thoughts, her having this external, having her as this external voice, external energy to, you know, bounce ideas off on, you know, you know, validate things or tell me, bitch, you're being crazy. <laughs> Although Angel would never say that out loud in her head. I'm sure there's multiple times where she said that. Trust me, I, I can like list them off for you. Um, but, you know, I decided to to make therapy an act of self-care uh, and the way that I did that was to set my appointment with her, with my therapist, and we met virtually, weekly, uh, for a long time, set my appointment with her on Mondays at 12 p.m. It was on that first day, slam, you know, first day of the week, dead smack in the middle of the day. And, you know, I was a little nervous when i made this commitment and you know it wasn't even a need from her she had evening appointments and whenever i couldn't make that that uh midday monday she would gladly accommodate me in her other evening slots i'm talking about like evening slots like seven eight all of all things that were totally feasible and doable like within my 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 sphere and you know setting a personal appointment weekly for myself in the middle of a monday seemed insane i was like i'm never going to be able to keep this appointment with this lady she's going to drop me as a patient um but i fought tooth and nail i protected that time and still do i protect that time um with like I don't know, it kind of feels like fighting for my life, but I do, I, I make it very clear to everyone. And it's not just for work, my husband, the dog, if I have a doctor, so another doctor's, doctor's appointment, just because, you know, she's not a MD doesn't mean anything. She does not take precedent over any other doctor. Now, if it's a case of a last minute change, something, if it's, she's a reasonable in, in case of an emergency, but you know, she is a critical and crucial part of my self-care routine because it allowed me to really decide and say if i make this if i make this important then i will honor this commitment and that's exactly what i decided to do i decided to make making that appointment, keeping that appointment and being on time for that appointment and being prepared for that appointment and being present and ready for that appointment. I made that a priority for me. And, and then it was, um, because I just decided it, I worked 
with that in mind and pivoted when needed alongside my therapist instead of feeling bad about not being able to 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 make a meeting but then again there were there were very rarely meetings I I I missed or didn't make um and it was always with communication with her and honestly I just I can't sing enough praises about therapy there there's a world where you know i was listening to a podcast and some folks said that you know the world right now is over therapized you know and like everybody it makes for shitty reality tv because like everybody's just like over processing their feelings and i'm just like you know what gen z kick that back up kick that back up to your grandparents actually, because Gen Z's parents are probably millennials and it's our parents, our millennial parents that need to go to therapy bad, bad, bad. Um, so yeah, that is the second uh, kind of nugget that I can share with you in terms of incorporating realistic self-care into your daily life is go to therapy. And I will say this to you right now for anyone who's said anything about teletherapy, telehealth, whatever. I have never, and not for not wanting to, because I would, I don't think I would let her go if I ever saw her in person, but I've never once physically seen my therapist in person, in a room, been in front of her physically. We have worked together since 2020, almost exclusively online. And I she has made such a difference in my life. Like I, I, I just, I want to make sure that folks, you know, don't have a stigma against telehealth medicine, especially when it comes to, to, to mental health stuff. You know, it's, it's always great to, to be in the room with someone, you know, body language and, you know, cues and all of that. I, I get that. And I do think that it is important, but I also don't want to, downplay telehealth and how much of an impact it can have, especially for folks who, you know, have mobility issues, who, you know, have limited access to resources, to getting places, to, you know, all of that. Don't don't discount or downplay telehealth because it is so valuable and such a useful tool that came out of the pandemic. Uh, and that is thing two. And moving on to thing three is affirmations so affirmations let's talk about them right because i had a very uh interesting <laughs> uh relationship if what that's what you would call it uh with affirmations before meeting my therapist again tying it back to them too um so I used to think affirmations was like, you know, like you, you look in the mirror and you say, I am beautiful. I am so rich and I'm so happy and I am so loving and whatever. It's not that actually. <laughs> um, affirmations can be so many things, so many different things, and it could actually just be whatever you want it to be. Um, initially when I started saying affirmations, uh, you know, I was like, talking to my therapist and explaining to her, you know, I, I don't, I don't think this works. <laughs> um, like I get that you guys like have science and stuff, but like, I'm that exempt person that this doesn't apply to. And she said, you know, like, tell me more about like what 
your experience like what are you doing you know when you when you do your affirmations and I was saying you know I go I look in the mirror and I say like you know like my body is beautiful and she was just like okay and like are you looking at yourself in the marriage? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, well, are you naked? And I'm like, no, Like, why would I do that? And she's like, well, that's the, you have to, you're trying to break the stigma of like, you look beautiful. You think you look beautiful naked. So like, you need to like say that and like, and like you need to make it happen. Uh, and, and again, she'd probably, if she were here, she'd, I didn't say I, you need to, you didn't need to do anything. You can do whatever you'd like to do. Um, but she, she really helped me push that thinking of, I have to say something nice to myself and believe it in that moment. When the fact of the matter is, I just need to say something to myself as long as it's not negative. And how I started was I started saying neutral and like just very flat things to myself as you know your body is strong enough to hold you up which is a fact you know your uh body is you know like healthy enough to quit smoking you know back in in 2016 you know your you know you can finally do a full squat, you know, all of these things. It's, I, 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 I'm like trying to pull ideas out of my butt, but you know what I mean? Um, and so I started just saying factual things to myself, you know, like your teeth are straighter now, which is nice because of the Invisalign. Invisalign sponsor me. Um, and so it started there. And then the thing about it is that I, I tricked myself. I tricked myself into think into believing this. And, and so like, I just kept, I asked the therapist, I said, like, is it just like, do I have to believe it? And she's like, no, that's the whole point. Like it'll, you'll eventually get there. And now when I do look in the mirror and I look at myself in the mirror naked, I do say, you're a badass bitch banging as hell. You look good. And I mean it. And I believe it. You know, are there things that I still feel like I can improve and change? Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, but that doesn't negate the fact that I still think that I'm beautiful and, you know, that my body looks banging naked. Um, and so, yeah, you know, honestly, to kind of just like wrap this point up is I really thought it was kind of like hogwash you know like oh everybody's just like making it up like whatever uh, i guess i guess i'll keep saying i look beautiful to myself in the mirror ha 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 jokes on me because ha 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 like i jedi mind tricked myself into believing that um and if you're not feeling creative you're just like i just don't know what to say to myself you know I, I don't, I don't have it in me. I don't have the brain power that like takes energy to create a unique thought about myself that I don't have. I don't want to waste a little bit of brain power that I have doing that because I have other important things that I need to do. Listen, I've been there, bro. I'm telling you, I've been in your shoes. Get yourself a tool. If you have a hard time coming up with that, if creativity, if you struggle with that kind of creativity, get yourself a tool. I cannot tell you how many affirmation decks I have. I literally keep one in my purse where I travel on a day-to-day. I have one in my like 
you know, I'm going out locally, fanny pack, you know, I have one next to my bed where I sleep at night. I have one in the living room next where we kind of lay just because I sometimes can overcomplicate things and I don't need to make it extra complicated. If I'm feeling stuck, if I'm feeling like a need of, of a push, a word, I just pull an affirmation card from one of my many affirmation decks, which my most favorite deck of all being my affirmators deluxe. And I like the affirmators cards because they, they tell you real shit, but they give it a little funny twist, a little like sarcastic, sassy twist, which I love because it literally feels like I'm talking to myself. It feels like I'm talking to myself in these cards. So I usually pull one of those bad boys every morning just to kind of like set the tone for the day. And, you know, I also have some affirmators. They also make these other cards called mantra cards. There's evening mantras, morning mantras. And sometimes I'll pull an evening mantra late at night to kind of just like wrap up the thought on like how the day went. But all of that to say, and that actually ties, circles us all the way back to our first topic of positive self-talk. All of this to say is you got to talk to you nice. You got to talk to you nice because if you don't talk to you nice, who's going to talk to you nice? You are the one who has to talk nice about yourself in order for other people to believe it. You can sell the story, but that if you really don't feel that way about yourself, you don't love yourself, if you don't think positively about yourself, it's going to be contagious and seep to others. And you got to put out into the universe what you want to receive. It is a give or take. It is a push and pull. If you put it out there, you will receive it. It might not be right now. It might not be in this moment, but at some point, it all comes back. It all circles back. So, Again, to wrap this up, our three points, positive self-talk, how to incorporate self-care, let's rewind that, how to incorporate self-care realistically into your daily life. One, positive self-talk. If you are making a mistake and calling yourself dumb, calling yourself an idiot, cut that, nip that in the bud, change that. Say something else about yourself. It doesn't even have to be positive. It just has to be neutral. I made the decision I did with the facts that I had at the time. Second is therapy. Get yourself a good therapist and do not discount telehealth. Telehealth is amazing and it has been life-changing for myself and so many other people. And say your affirmations and say them to the mirror, to yourself, looking at yourself in the eye. I cannot tell you how big of an impact this will have on you and how big of an impact it had on me. I can't actually, I can't tell you how much of an impact it's going to have on you because I don't know you and I'm not you. I can't control you. I can only control me. Uh, so yeah, you say your affirmations and if you have a hard time being creative, get yourself a deck of affirmations cards. You can find them on the street in, in a, in a little local oddity shop on Amazon in a bookstore, Barnes and Noble, anywhere. They make all different types of uh, affirmations cards for all different types of scenarios. Um, if you want to shop my favorite, uh, affirmators cards, uh, you can go to, uh, my link tree and you can find that on my Instagram, which is at Liz laugh, love NYC or my TikTok, which is also at Liz laugh, love NYC. Um, 
I post a lot of good content on there. I uh, do some mealtime Mondays where I cook some stuff. Uh, I share some wellness posts. Uh, I also share some workouts that I do with my trainer. Shout out to UK. Uh, so yeah, follow me there if you want to uh, laugh and get life tips. Uh, and my hope is to see you here again next week for a mugful mimosas with Liz. So make sure that uh, your drink is cold or hot, your choice, and see you next week. Bye. As always, thanks so much for listening to this week's Mugful of Mimosas with Liz. If you can, please hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen. And follow me on Instagram or TikTok at LizLaughLoveNYC. See you next week and make sure that your cup stays full. Bye!